0: Welcome to the Faith and Good Counsel Show, where we hope to inspire joy-filled lives through conversations at the crossroad of mental health, wellness, and faith. And now your host, Stacey
1: Galino. I'm delighted you're joining me here again today on the Faith and Good Counsel show. I am so excited about our topic today. You know that I like to talk about talking, right? We have talked many, many times about our tongues, and sometimes women are known for our talking more than men, but y'all, men too. I hear men doing the same very thing, which is the substance of our conversation today. We are talking today about counsel, venting, our gossip, taming that tongue, and how to know the difference. And we're talking today with return guest, Allison Ricciardi. And you may recall Allison was with us just recently. She is a licensed mental health counselor in the state of New York, founder of CatholicTherapist.com, and blogger and all things awesome at TheRaphaelRemedy.com. So welcome back to the show, Allison. Thanks for joining us. Thanks,
0: Stacey. Always great to be
1: here. Well, you know, I've got the gift to gab, girl, and I know you do, too. (laughs) Although I do like my quiet. But people might be surprised by that. But I'm actually a pretty quiet soul. But not when Mm -hmm. I'm on radio, not when I'm on the podcast. We got to do that. I got to do that talking. We can't have the dead air, as they say in the radio world. Yep. Yep. That's right. You know, because you're all over the place, too, on the on the airwaves. So I am very grateful for you for being back with us here today and talking about talking and taming that tongue. You know, Pope Francis said, I think it was a couple of years ago now, he spoke about our tongues and how they can literally commit murder. Swords through Mm -hmm. the heart, damaging souls, you know, hurting people, causing, causing wounds. And the scripture is very clear about, in so many places, about keeping our tongues appropriately <laughs> silenced and then mm-hmm. speaking you're prayerfully discerning when to speak and when not to speak. And I loved this article that you wrote for mind spirit, which folks can also find a link to on Raphael, the Raphael remedy.com, right? Is that the correct website? Yes. Yes. The Raphael remedy. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Well, this is an area that I think I've even struggled with and I've brought to spiritual direction and also to confession, because of the profession that I'm in, you know, sometimes I, 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 when it's not a confidential situation, of course, but when it's another kind of situation that I need some counsel on, maybe I am trying to help someone, maybe it's a family member, or maybe it's something in my own family, you know, or maybe it's just a, a collegial conversation that we need to have that is that is mm-hmm. very uh, confidential. Sometimes I get a little <clears throat> stuck, Allison, on the, the 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 fine line between is it. Counsel? Is it giving counsel? Or is it just venting? Or is it gossip or detraction? And you help us in this article by that same title to kind of tell the difference. And I would love for you just to start, maybe kind of give us a window into that fine line of what is the difference?
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I agree. It's, it's a big problem today. <laughs> um, I think it's always been a big problem, but I think now with social media and the media, it's, it's an even bigger problem and I'm struck by the fact that you can turn on most of these, you know, talking heads and it's really gossip. I mean, you think oh, yeah. about like, well, I think this is what's really happening. Oh no, I think that yeah, I think you really had an affair but you know, and I, I mean there's one particular I won't mention names, but there's one particular uh, talk show host and I always say to my husband, All she needs is a house dress and a fence. You know, <laughs> she's just she's a gossip and it's, it's horrendous. So I think that we're all losing all sense of what the difference is. and I see this even among devout Catholics, and it's it's, it's kind of horrifying. Um, I think that first off, obviously I'm a counselor, so we do need to talk out feelings and problems. And I think that when people don't do that, they're probably more likely to gossip at, and at some point because they're not working out what they're feeling or what they're what they're dealing with. So we've we talked about counsel. we want to look at what's the intention. Right, exactly. that I want to, number one, check how I'm feeling, like, am I being, outre- you know, unreasonable here? Or, you know, how do I handle this particular situation charitably? How do I set the proper boundaries? Um, you know, because there are different, there are challenging people out there. Definitely. <laughs> it, they are. And many of them are in our families. Yes, yeah, so, uh, sure. Or friends or coworkers or neighbors or whatever, so you know we do run into problems, and I think to have somebody that you can talk to, and when there are serious problems, obviously talking to a professional counselor is really helpful. And I think the reason number one is that it's private, it's confidential. It's really um, the goal of it is really finding a way to, to deal and heal. So um, I I've been struck over the years because you know I run catholictherapist.com, and uh, you know my practice is basically with Catholics and. I I meet with some of the nicest people you ever want to meet. They're so sweet. But some of them really come in and they're, they're afraid to talk about things because they feel it's gossip. You know, that I'm not supposed to say anything bad about my mother. I'm not supposed to talk about this. And I try to reassure them that that is the place to talk about it and it doesn't go outside that room. And it's aimed toward healing. Now, in that process, though, they may also need to do some venting. And I think the difference is this. I mean, sometimes if I, you know, if I somebody's really driving me out of my mind or really upset about something, um, like you, Stacey, I'm a talker. I like to be verbal about it, (laughs) but I also do, I like that quiet time also. I really need that prayer time and that discernment time to get a handle on it. So I think that you need a proper balance of both. But sometimes I might just need to vent. Let's say a friend really ticks me off and I'm like, I'm so upset. So I might vent to a friend that's completely unrelated to them. Luckily, I have friends all over the place, you know. Right. But I might call somebody in another state who doesn't know this person and say, "Listen, I just need to—I just need to vent. I just i am so annoyed with so and so, and she did this and she did that." But oh, yeah. And I, I try to not mention names and just right. try, you know, or you know, because my goal isn't to make her look terrible. My goal isn't to just make my other friends think she's awful. But I—I I just got to get a handle on it. And sometimes, you know, when you upset. Oh, you need to just get it out. And this is I we you know, the amusing part of marriage counseling is that often women just need to vent and their husbands love to tell them what to do about it. You know, so sometimes, you know, talking to a spouse to just say, Listen, honey, I, I need to vent. don't give me any solutions, just need to vent. I'm so annoyed about this. You know, and then just let it subside, you know, like just get those feelings out aloud. It may take days, it may take weeks sometimes when it's really a big offense. Just vent, let it let it let it go. All right. But I think the big problem is that we often resort to gossip, and this is like you know, kind of a, like an idle pastime that many people have. Um, and it might be that, oh, did you hear about so and so? Or oh, I can't. I got to tell you this. So and so, I think she's pregnant. I think she's. Pregnant. There's no reason for us to know that. All right. First of all, often gossip happens when we don't know what the facts are. So we're speculating, and even if we do know what the facts are, I've heard a lot of people say, "Well, but it's true." That doesn't matter. Right. (laughs) You know, it might be true. And in charity, you know, oftentimes people, obviously I'm a therapist, so everybody shares a lot with me. But even friends share things with me that even if they don't tell me it's confidential, I just think to myself, I don't want anybody to know that. Mm -hmm. I I, I just don't want I, I, You know, if I told somebody that about your mother or your family, even though it might be in the public domain and you may be freely telling other people They're not going to see you well, and I I just, you know, and especially, you know, if somebody's, let's say, caught up in sin, our job is to try to pray them out of it and not let everybody know, you know, that, oh, you know, they're having an affair, you should be no, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe if they're looking for an affair and they're getting, you know, this woman's getting very close to your friend's husband, then you might need to say, listen, I I, I just need to share something with you. I don't want to gossip, but, you know, so-and-so... It's spending a lot of time with your husband, I'm concerned about it, you know, and I, mm-hmm. and I do know she's had, you know, there've been problems in the past, So I think you need to just be aware of it and take some steps. That's very different. Right. And just, you know just just blurting it out and telling people like what you know how, how awful somebody is you know But right. i think it boils down very much to intention
1: yes i was just about yeah. to say you that circles us <laughs> back to the to what you said at the outset that it gets down it boils down to the intention of your heart and if we mm-hmm. can just stop long enough to discern our own feelings and what it is that either we're hearing or what we're being maybe tempted to say, you know, or or maybe we're truly trying to prayerfully discern whether we speak about this particular issue or not, and to whom, because that can be really, Mm -hmm. really, really important. In the end, if we can really, you know, prayerfully stay and ask God for the grace to help us remain connected to that intention of the heart, and to if it's not a good intention, it needs to be purified. We can pray for that grace to have the pure intention. I, one thing that I've um, learned over the years, and I'm, I'm very grateful for this, is, is is so often, you know, I just had something happen yesterday that really, really upset me and I had to really resist the temptation to call up so and so of trusted friends. But I have to I I go through sort of a little checklist in my head. I'm kind of, you know, telling about myself here, but like, does this person really have the right to know the information? Mm -hmm. Is this gonna really make me feel any better? You know, by sharing this information, what is there to gain by sharing this information? Even if I you vented or shared it in a way that is that protects the identity of the of the parties involved. You know, in the end, most of the time I will have to say, by the time I've thought through this and prayed through this and intentionally sat with it before I opened my mouth, most of the times I don't open my mouth. Because mm-hmm. so it tells me that most of the time and i feel so much better too after that i've taken <laughs> mm-hmm. that time i think there's grace in that time that we wait upon the lord's answer so mm-hmm. i that's a wrestling match sometimes with temptation versus like i just oh, yeah. need to vent you know or what yeah. have you but that's taken an a, an opening to receive the lord's grace and and really mm-hmm changing my behaviors you know because Mm -hmm. i truly my intention in my heart is not to hurt anyone and so if that example can help someone else i hope you know i hope and pray that sharing that you know can do Mm -hmm. that Uh,
0: yeah right and i think also if we think of the temptation to tell sometimes but can't we just tell somebody this i gotta tell somebody this think of that as a suffering and offer it up you know definitely to talk about you know or sometimes yeah, sometimes not even like a bad thing. Sometimes, you know, like you find you find out somebody shares that they're pregnant but they don't want anybody to know, you know, until they pass the three month mark. Well oh, then my. you gotta respect that and just keep your mouth shut. You know, I, I love when people say, Listen, don't tell anybody. Oh gosh. And they think that they're keeping confidence by telling you just not to tell anybody. Yeah. You know, it's it really is it's it's amazing. I think though, you know, you're making <laughs> Really good point, Stacy. That you do take the time to think about it. But I think when people are in, in the habit of gossip, or they have a particular type of um, temperament, like a sanguine person, you know, mm-hmm. um, they don't really they're not really thinking about it. Like yeah. it, it just it just kind of flows out, and they don't realize. And I think sometimes that we need to do because you know I, I know people like that, and they're wonder- they're good people. They're not terrible people, of course, but they don't realize what they're doing and I think it's incumbent on us to change the subject,
1: yes. or to
0: say something kind and say, "Well, you know what? I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure that you know she's yeah, I'm sure she's struggling with it." And then they'll persist. No, no, she, right. Like, All right. Nothing you got to you know you know you know just ring your doorbell and say, Oh, gotta go. You know, but get off the because you, you're you're just in, you know you're just putting yourself and them in an occasion of sin. Exactly. And, you know, and I also found sometimes you could say, you know, some people who really gossip, if you call, tell them they're gossiping, they get highly offended.
1: That's right. <laughs> so, exactly right. And
0: I think that there is this lack of self-awareness. So I think that, it, you know, we have a responsibility to just say, okay, let me change the subject or let me you know let me gently guide them away from it or or try to find a way to put a charitable light on this is really right. important
1: right and i think you're hitting on that so that so so the gossiping does not just have to do with our own tongues and what we say or choose not to say it's also in the entertaining uh, the listening of Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so participating in it because we are in relationship. And those are that often uh, I seem to be I I don't know if I'm a magnet for it or if I'm just like everybody else, but I seem (laughs) to be a magnet for people that just want to spew. And I'm uh, in my head, I'm going, is this Do I need to redirect at this point? I'm getting really, you know, Mm -hmm. so I I do pay attention to my Mm -hmm. feelings and how I'm feeling. And if I'm getting uncomfortable, that that's usually the moment I redirect and do exactly what you're talking about, Allison. So you're giving us very beautiful advice today when we are truly trying to walk that path of holiness and and if we do have that intention of heart that we sincerely do not wish to hurt another person and we don't you think we should have that intention that we sincerely don't want to hurt another person Mm -hmm. then i think these are really good tips for us to take to prayer and take out with us as we go about our day do you know um,
0: right
1: seeing christ in other people
0: yeah, you also said something earlier. Does something have a right to know something? Yes. You know, and sometimes I mean, I, I, you know, I understand some people think that they're just venting, but they may be telling you something about somebody that now makes you see them in a different light. And I can think of even you know some holy people who yes. you know, I, or people that really should know better, telling me about other people or other, let's say, maybe about a priest or something. And I just sit there going, I wish I didn't know that. I didn't right. need to know that. And I. I really wish you hadn't told me that, you know, because now it's like it's hard to see them in a different light, you know? So, you know, I think, like I said, I think we got to look and we got to also, I I think. Even in terms of what we're watching on TV, are we watching gossip? Oh, yeah. Twenty-four-seven.
1: Yes. You know, it's everywhere. And, and this oh, gosh. the whole thing. This the social media. I mean, we could just talk about that. You know, there's all the goodness of it. No, no doubt. But you know, this is you know, media being used for good as one thing, but people seem to have uh, license they believe to spew vitriol gossip, oh. scandal, destroying other people's character as if they're just, you know, flipping the light oh, switch on. And this is I I believe gravely sinful. And yeah. it's not just atheistic folk or what you know, other it's no. not just non-catholics doing it. Let's just say that it's catholic people no. doing it too and I think there's got to be a gentle way that we can even somehow, at least I try to on social media, to redirect or to say something kind or to try to indirectly gently go, Woohoo, hey, whoa, whoa. (laughs) This is not, we shouldn't be doing this. This is not a good example, you know. Right, right. And I think, I'm glad you brought up social media. You know, think, think,
0: think. I don't care if you have people blocked or if you're only putting it out to friends or whatever, it's in the public domain. Once you put it online, somebody can find it. So yeah. watch what you're saying. I mean, I'm amazed that um, every now and then I see people, and I have a lot of people who are with me that are not friends, you know, so right. they kind of use it as business. Right, me too. But I remember somebody posted about her daughter-in-law and her son and that they're not going to church and she's really worried about their souls and uh, I've had it with her and, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, oh. like, mm. you know, I can see why she might have had it with you. Like, yeah, yeah right, exactly. How could you do that, you know? So I think we have got to really think about that, you know. Um, you know, we talk about you know bullying, but in, in a sense, it's almost like a you know sense of bullying when we're just Definitely. kind of like bowing off like that.
1: Definitely. And think you know. about it, you're not even directly involved in that situation, and yet you've got to spend your time sifting through that and working through that, and the angst and feeling sad for this person and being been a little right. t- miffed at this person. And what it just it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? <laughs> you know, it just right, does right. not and- end.
0: <laughs> yeah and I think you know you just you just made a really good point. Um, we we're spending our time thinking about these things or or reacting to these things. You know, one great antidote to gossip is to get out and do something good. yeah, you know take action, do something. look at how we're we're are we spending our time or are we investing it in something better? Yes. you know so social Amen. media is really you know it's like. You know, if you have a hundred dollars, you can invest it and maybe grow it, or we can just throw it into social media. You
1: know, oh, so uh,
0: you know, you wonder what Jesus would say about the talents these days, right? Like, oh, I'm giving yeah. you 24 hours in a day, just like I'm giving everybody else. What are you doing with it?
1: It's and time. You know, is are you so you
0: investing it to get a better, yeah.
1: Yes, time is such a gift, and you know, it, it, it's more that the time passes. Uh, I think it's a growth in wisdom, but also, you know, just just a grace to realize that each moment is precious and we're going to give an account for the time that we spent and how we spent it. And I I have to say more and more, I have less and less of social media. I get on and I get off. I do what I need to do. Mm -hmm. So sorry, folks, if I'm not I do hit the love button every now and then, but I just, I, I literally five minutes and I'm gone, you know, just to make sure someone hasn't put something nasty on my site because we have to, we have, you're going to have a, and it happens. And so I do have to, you know, if we're going to have, have a site up, we have to be responsible and make sure that there's nothing scandalous put there. But, you know, along the way you scroll, Mm -hmm. you do this mindless scrolling thing, this mind numbing thing. And then you, I catch myself quickly because I can get sucked down that rabbit hole just like everyone else. Else. and mm-hmm. before you know it my heart is disturbed because i've seen something yeah. that is hurtful to another person and my sensitive heart goes, mm, I'm, my spirit is really disturbed about this." And then I got to think about it for right. a while Alison. You know, so yeah. So yeah. so this this topic, counsel venting or gossip really is far-reaching, isn't it? And I mean, I think it's mm-hmm. so important for us to understand those differences and, you know, maybe in our last few minutes here, just, you know, maybe if, if there are any last pearls of wisdom that you could give us when we're trying to discern And really, I guess, touching again on that intention of the heart. And really, what should be our intention? Do you know? Right. I guess I I would look at this, that I think that, you know, healthy,
0: you know, maturity is about learning to guide our emotions by reason, right? So we need to be aware of what we're feeling, and then we need to guide by reason how we, you know, how or if we respond to something. So if you think about that, I mean, seeking counsel you know, when we say, "Okay, gee, I'm feeling this way. I don't really know what to do about it," like, or how do you know how do I resolve these feelings? that's seeking counsel, um, venting is really all right. I just need to get these feelings out. I mean, it's just they're just I, I got to release them you know, and they may, you may not be looking for solutions at that point. And that usually comes before the counsel part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But gossip is where you're just, you know, you really have to look at your intentions. Like, do you have, like, a reason that you want to let somebody know this terrible stuff about another person? Is it somehow making you feel better because, you know, you just found out that so-and-so having an affair and look at what a wonderful wife I am? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I think we got to look at that intention, too. Like, why are we sharing this? And I, you know, and sometimes, and I've seen a lot of people that are sharing that they think, you know, they're talking about what they think is best for this other person. Well, you know, she told me that she's doing this, but I really think she's making a mistake. You know, she never does this way. Bah, 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 bah. right. Right. So oh, we goodness. may think that our intention is good with that, but we're really always putting that other person in a good light. So I think right. if we always look at, you know, um, the way that, you know, the, if we look at the healthy human person, mm-hmm. we kind of live from the heart, but that heart has to be guided by reason. Amen. And when I talk about reason, we talk about a well-formed conscience. Amen. So that is really, you know, what's going to help us. But if we're not in touch with the heart, and of course God speaks to us in our heart, right? The intuitive mind is connected with the heart. So if we're not in touch with that, you know, then we might have things that are being repressed or buried, and those are the things that are going to be coming out sideways and ugly. Yeah. So it really is, you know, incumbent again taking time in prayer, Taking time in silence, I think that is so needed in our society and for each of us individually. And you know, we all get, you know, we all go through busy times and busy days, and you know, but even sometimes in the car, that, that's a perfect time to shut off the radio and
1: yes, speak, I'm you a know, fan.
0: pray. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that so many. I'm amazed at how how many people have never ever have any silence whatsoever, and that I think is what gets us into trouble. So yes, you know,
1: definitely. Again,
0: Being in touch with that, being in touch with your heart, and then just guiding it by reason is so
1: important. Amen. And hey, when we fall, and we're going to fall, we're broken and imperfect people. You know that docility of the heart that we develop as we form our conscience more and more with what our beautiful church and reason, which it's fides at ratio, right? Where faith and reason mm-hmm. teach us, we can take our little selves on over to the confessional and receive God's mercy yeah. and get all squeaky clean. And then you know what? Mm-hmm. The healing that comes from that makes us better prepared for the next time that we either are tempted to speak uh, impulsively mm-hmm. or maybe with not the best intention of heart or we entertain a moment too long, a conversation that is really beginning to disturb our spirit. And mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for that confessional. I, I don't know about you, yeah. Allison, but I'm so grateful for that confessional.
0: Right, right. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's a very important thing to realize, too. If we are in a habit, any kind, any kind of sinful habit, but particularly this one, it may take time to root it out, and you need to make use of the confessional. And I know sometimes you go, like, oh, God, I'm going to confess the same thing again. I, I did it again. But keep going because, you know, to, to give up and say, oh, I don't want to keep confessing the same thing is not going to get you any closer <laughs> to your goal. Right. So to recognize that, you know, I'm going to need help. I'm gonna, it's going to take me a while. But if you know that you're going, on, going to confession on a regular basis, and I have to now confess this. It starts to make you think before you start doing it. Yes. And that's the goal. But, it, it, you know, habits are habits and they die hard. And we do need the grace of the sacraments, you know, not just confession, but the Eucharist as well. And Amen. time and adoration you know, and the rosary. You know,
1: so we, you know, those are, those are the weapons we need, because this is ultimately not just a, uh, an emotional, but a spiritual battle. Amen. So, so true. You are such a gift, Allison Richardi. I'm so thankful that you've spent time here with us again on the Faith and Good Counsel show. I hope you'll come back. I know there's so much Absolutely. more that we need to talk about. So <laughs> until then, uh, tell, please tell people how they can get in touch with you and how they can connect with your work and all the good things that you are doing. Okay,
0: Catholictherapist.com, and by the way, um, we have a listing of therapists around the country. So, if you're looking for a therapist that is Catholic and integrates the faith, that's the place to go. Uh, the Raphael Remedy.com, where we offer um, counseling, coaching, and wellness. Amen. So um, that would be
1: that's my own private practice. So yeah. Allison, uh, thanks for having me, uh, Stacy. I appreciate it. God bless you. God bless you. Such a gift and a treasure, treasure to all those, I'm sure, in your state, but around the world, really, uh, as people access all of the, the beautiful things that you're doing out on the digital continent as well. And as a service to Catholic therapists who, for people who are looking for them, right, Allison? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, and so until next time, my dear listeners, Pox Christi all. I'll see you then. Bye bye for now.